In today's episode, Laura and I will be discussing who gets to choose which Bible verses are valid in today's times. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oracle and Warrior podcast. My name is Tina, and I am one of God's oracles. And my name is Laura, and I am one of God's warriors. Sound crazy? Welcome Welcome to to our our world. So tell me, Tina, what's going on today? Today, we are going to discuss who gets to choose which Bible verses are valid today. There's so many that kind of, um, you know, you have Old Testament, mm-hmm. eye for an eye, and, <laughs> you know, all these different things. So what we're going to discuss today is who decides, who decides which one is which. And- yeah, while we read some of them. Because many times people have approached me, you know, and, and they'll come out with, come at me with some old testament bible verse and i'm like it's nobody follows that anymore but at the same time it is part of the bible right so when and where did people start saying yeah that's old testament we're, we're not following that anymore yeah that's not an actual bible anymore yeah, yeah. you know and <laughs> and who got to decide that yes like who got to choose and if anybody knows like if there was some kind of historical event that said okay well, now we're just following new testament right i mean it's pretty like i said it's pretty known that we follow new testament now right, right? but but who who said, okay, we're pushing this one back and, and moving on. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, if you'd like to be a guest and chime in, please feel free. Mm-hmm. So our first one is, and I, I just looked up, um, I looked up some ridiculous Bible passages. Mm-hmm. And the first one says, and the person who wrote this, they basically simplified, yes. simplified, simplified it to today's you, terms. Into today's much. terms. And so the first one really kind of caught my eye because it says deformed people cannot approach God. And I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, the God I know <laughs> <laughs> loves me exactly as I yeah. am and loves all of his children exactly as they are. Yeah. And so I was like, this. And would you not love your child if they were deformed in any sort of way? Uh, I love my kids exactly as they are. So even if they're. I have a hard time that any God, even Old Testament, old vengeful God, would say, yeah, no, you're you're missing an arm. Mm. Go away. You're disgusting. Yeah. Well, and it even in this. uh, So we're going to read Leviticus 21. Um, 18 through 21 and Laura, yeah. you. Yeah. So it says no descendant of Aaron, the priest who has any defects is to come near to present the food offerings to the Lord. He has a defect. He must not come near to offer the food of his God. He may not eat. He may eat the most holy food of his God as well as the holy food. Yet because of his defect, he must not go near the curtain or approach the altar. And so desecrate my sanctuary. I am the Lord who makes them holy. So Moses told this to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites. So, yeah. yeah, So here's the thing. You know, you made a comment earlier (laughs) when we were discussing. I think Moses was just really pissed off. He was really pissed off. He spent, what, 40 years in the desert. And then he doesn't get to go into the chosen land, but Aaron and and his sons do. So I think he's like, you know what, Effers? God forbid you have a disformed <laughs> child because they ain't going to heaven or they well, ain't going to be in presence of the Lord. And it even says in, um, you know, in the uh, 18 through 21, it says uh, a man that is broken footed, broken handed, uh, crookback or dwarf or broken bones or flat. What was that? Flat nose. flat nose. If you have a flat nose, God doesn't want to look God's at disgusted. you. disgusted. That is ridiculous. There is no way. I, the God I know, there's no way. That yeah. I mean, was there a different God in Old Testament? And then new God came and took command. He's like, okay, we're cleaning house here. New management. 
let's get rid of this ugliness and uh, yeah, we're only going to have pretty people. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I'm seriously thinking like new God ascended and was like, there's the God I know. <laughs> this seems like a micromanagement almost like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you can come in, you can't. It's... I, I just, I feel that that was, uh, again, like you said, I think that um, Aaron, uh, Moses, was I think Moses pissed. was just really angry. Yeah, at Aaron. Like, God told me. Yeah. He's like, all of your peeps, you're deformed. <laughs> Yeah. You see the hair, you have like three, four hairs on that big toe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not going to happen. I, I don't know. So the next one that I found really interesting was that non-virgins are. To, oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Non-virgins are to be stoned. Yeah. Now they don't mean men. They yeah. mean non-virgins. Well, there, there are, women. I'm going to, this is a little bit of a long one, but it's got different paragraphs to explain. <laughs> it's very what happened? So the law is clear, okay? Yes, yeah, so they they made sure that they broke it down Barney style. Broke it down. So uh, Deuteronomy twenty two thirteen. So if a man takes a wife and after sleeping with her dislikes her and slanders her and gives her a bad name, saying, "I married this woman," but when I approached her, I did not find proof of her virginity because men were so educated back then they. <laughs> They knew the proof of the virginity. <laughs> then the young woman's father and mother shall bring to the town elders at the gate proof that she was a virgin. So I don't Wait. know. There were no pictures back okay. then. Hold on. Hold on. How do you bring proof? Yeah, there was a certificate. My <laughs> daughter is a virgin. And and who certified her yeah. uh, as a virgin? Yes. Because yes. gross. Hopefully it wasn't Moses because he was already bitter. Because he was already cranky. <laughs> <laughs> so... This, oh, my God. So her fathers will say to the elders, I gave my daughter in marriage to this man, but he dislikes her. Now he has slandered her and said, I did not find your daughter to be a virgin. That's an easy way out. This bitch ain't a virgin. You go. Right. I don't like you. But here is the proof of my daughter's virginity. Then her parents shall display the cloth before the elders of the town and the elders shall take the man and punish him. Wait, the cloth? Oh, is that like the marital Maybe, cloth? I don't know. So, oh, because like the hymen broke or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the marital mm. cloth. They keep that? It's a trend. It's apparently it's a it's like a, a. They didn't have Ziploc baggies back then. No, and they. What did they keep it in? Yeah, they couldn't keep it in a safe either. So, Yuck. so her the parents show the cloth, and the elders shall take the man and punish him. They shall fine him a hundred shekels of silver and give them to the young woman's father because this man. Wait, wait, wait! No, that's the woman that's been slandered, not her father. <laughs> yeah. Why does the father get the money? Because I guess because he has to take her back, and she's going to cost money. I don't oh. know. She shall continue to be his probably wife. For keep, oh, probably for keeping that cloth around. Yeah, and she shall continue to be his wife because he cannot divorce her as long as he lives. So he's like, "You're no good. I don't like you. You're not a virgin, but you got to stay with me." So anywho, Ooh, that's if gonna however a, that's going to be a happy marriage. Yeah. So, but. If the charge is true and no proof of the young woman's virginity can be found. So if somebody lost the cloth. You lost the cloth. Or, God forbid, you didn't bleed that first night. Or you, uh, your mother thought it was gross and so she washed it. Right. She shall be brought to the door of her father's house. And there the men of her town shall stone her to death. She has done an outrageous thing in Israel by being promiscuous while still in her father's house. You must purge the evil from among you. So just quick question. Mm -hmm. So now is she required to give a list of the people she had sex with that, or who took her virginity? Well, no, because they... Well, so, so, that, so that that person can be stoned as well? Well, we'll see here. There's, uh, there's more rules. Okay. I don't know if they relate to that, but there's All more right. rules. All so. right. I'm just saying. Uh, Deuteronomy 22, 23. Or I'm sorry, 22. If a man is found sleeping... With another woman's wife, both the man who slept with her and the woman must die. You must purge the evil from Israel. 
Number 23, if a man happens to meet in, so if you meet in town a virgin pledged to be married and she he sleeps with her, you shall take both of them to the gate of that town and stone them to death. The young woman, because she was in town, because if you've gone to town, oh, you're a hooker, right? Got you, got you. And did you, not scream for if you, if you went to town, <laughs> your intent was. So, yeah, because it breaks it down in up. town or in the country. So okay. just stay tuned. Okay. So if you went to town and he and you didn't scream for help, you both get stoned. Wait, but how do you prove you scream for help? I don't know. What if she's mute, right? Like, Or what so, if he put his hand over her mouth? Yeah, so... Um, so the woman, because she was Is in there town, a cloth for that, <laughs> right? Ooh. She was in town and did not scream for help. And the man, because he violated another man's wife, you must purge the evil from among you. I say, if the woman was raped, yeah, you just stone the man. Yeah, but she didn't scream for help. So that's the rule for when they don't scream for help. Okay, there's more rules. Well, but what if you're in the country? Okay, so if they're 25, but if out in the country a man happens to meet a young woman pledged to be married and rapes her. Only the man who has done this shall die. So if you're in town, you're fucked. If you're in the country, you still got fucked, but you don't die <laughs> because you were in the country. Do nothing to the woman. She has committed no sin deserving death. Okay. So, but she committed a sin being raped in town. Because she, she didn't scream. Because she could improve that she screamed. Yes. Well, so, but the woman in the country, she doesn't have to scream? No. Because... Oh, well, hold on. So, oh, wait. Oh, more, more rules. <laughs> this case is like that of someone who attacks and murders a neighbor. For the man found the young woman out in the country, and though the betrothed woman screamed, there was no one to rescue her. Hmm. So if she screamed in town, they would have rescued her because, of course, people are going to pay attention to a screaming woman, right? Yeah, Wrong. right. So, 28. If a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married. So what if she do- she lies and is like, no, I'm not pledged to be married. Right. Right. And rapes her and they are discovered. He shall pay her father 50 shekels of silver. He must marry the young woman for he has violated her. Oh, my. And he cannot divorce her. So she is required. He rapes her. Yes. And she is required. To spend the rest of her life. To spend the rest of her life doting on the man who brutalized her. Yeah, I would have been stoned to death very early. I would have. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem... Not necessarily for sleeping with men, but just my mouth. <laughs> well, the problem is that... Oh, I'm having an issue with this. A, a little this, bit. This is just this. Just, I cannot believe just, that any of that is... Yeah, so the, uh, the final verse says that a man is not to marry his father's wife. He must not dishonor his father's bad. So can a woman marry a mother's husband? Now say that one more time. Can a woman? So this says a man cannot marry his father's wife because that would be dishonorable. Well, that's his mother. Well, it could be a stepmom maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But can a woman marry a mom's husband? Like if the mom dies, can you marry your stepdad? If the, I'm sure if the man wants. Okay. Well, it's not in here, so I don't. Apparently it's, it is not clear. Yeah. And they go very clear as far as like where you where you were where you're raped at in the country or in town. Wow. I got <laughs> I got to move away from this one. I I really got to I got to move away from this one cuz this one's going to drive me crazy. So, the next one is <laughs> giving birth to a daughter will make you unclean for 66 days. So, when Laura and I read that, we're like Mm, let's look this one up. It's Leviticus twelve five. Yeah, so I'll, I'll read most of it because there are there are 
different rules for if you have a son and if you have a woman. We don't want to just leave it on there. Yes, okay? so we'll start so at one. We'll let everybody else decide. And any comments, y'all, please feel free to join us as a guest. So the Lord said to Moses, again, I think Moses was already delirious. He's really angry. 40 years in the desert. He's like, I'm going to make some shit up because all these people get to go in the promised land and I don't. So he says to the Israelites, a woman who becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son will be ceremonial, ceremonially unclean for seven days, just as she is unclean during her monthly period. On the eighth day, the boy is to be snip, snip, circumcised. So she's unclean for seven days. And then on the eighth day, the boy has to be circumcised. So who was that That King David that wanted all of the, oh, the, the foreskin mm-hmm. of the Palestines? Yeah. So we could just start saving those. Start, yeah, him. why not? Right? There we go. Here you go. Act like you killed a whole bunch of people and take this. There you go. So then the woman must wait 33 days to be purified from her bleeding. She must not touch anything sacred or go to the sanctuary until the days of her purification are over. You're on your period. You can't go to church. <sighs> Because God's disgusted. Yeah. So if she gives birth to a daughter for two weeks, the womb for two weeks, so seven days, seven days for the son, two weeks if you uh, have a daughter. So you're unclean for seven days if you have a son, but if you have a daughter, you're unclean for two, two weeks, weeks plus, plus 66 days. 66 days versus 33 for the boy. Why? I don't know. Why, <laughs> why would it make a difference of whether or not it was a son or a daughter? And you tell me. Why would <laughs> why would God care? I know he made us all in his image, right? Women, men, we're all I don't know. That's Okay. That's um Yeah, and then it goes on to talk about like the offerings, which to me are another insanity. God's like going, Okay, come and you know, burn your offerings. Y'all can't eat them and you can't touch them. Bring me your best lamb and your best, you know, whatever, and um give them to me. You can go starve. Yeah. But I want it burnt. <laughs> so that brings me to actually something that God told me one time mm-hmm. and we were talking about like, you know, back in those days and the sacrifices and everything. And he, you know, he said to me, he said, you know, what use do I have of a dead animal on a rock? He likes the smell. <laughs> I was told somebody Somebody told me that. And I don't know that if they he read likes it. The smell? That the smell or I think it says it says it somewhere in the Bible, the smell pleases the Lord. Can't, he's up there, he's like, mm, they're barbecuing. Yeah. <laughs> you know the smell of decomposing flesh uh, smell that yeah. I don't I'm I'm not buying that one. But he said God likes barbecue. But he said to me, he said, um, what what use of I do I have of a dead animal on a rock? Mm-hmm. And do you really find me to be so vain? And so selfish and so cruel that I would ask of you to starve yourselves mm-hmm. and, so that I can and, smell it. and kill an animal <laughs> that could be feeding my kids. He said, what I said was, sacrifice an animal in my name. Take it to the widow down the road mm-hmm. who has no way to feed her children and tell her it's from me, basically. Sacrifice it in my name help her feed her children, maybe uh, create a friendship or a bond mm-hmm. with her. Create community. Because what 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 use do I have of a dead animal on a rock? Oh, I know. Ugh. You know, that would just be a waste. That's a loving father. Yeah. A loving father saying, hey, go share this share with your, your sister. Mm-hmm. Not, hey, put it on that rock so I can sniff it. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the next one is Leviticus 26. And I promise there's a reason that we're sharing all of these. <laughs> uh, the next one is Leviticus 26 and it's 27 through 30. And it says, if in spite of you, Oh, this. Uh, yeah, I should yeah. go ahead. I'll read that. I'm reading the NIV version for all of you that are wondering as well. If in spite of this, you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile towards me, then in my anger, I will be hostile towards you. And I myself will punish you for your sins seven times over. You will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places, cut down your incense altars, and pile your dead bodies on the lifeless forms of your idols. And I will abhor you. Okay, let's break that down. Worse. And it goes, it gets even worse. I mean, not, I think the worst part of that one is eating the flesh of your sons and, and your daughters. Your, yeah, eating your children. But also, you know, he's, he's turning the cities into ruins and, you know, and he says, oh, look here. He says, I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. There we go. That's where, I, that's where I got it from. That at one, <sighs> at one point they pleased him, but now they don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that is, uh, yeah, and, okay. and I don't, I don't know exactly, you know, we've talked about it before translations get lost, have gotten lost along the way, but wow. And whoever's translating this, are they going like, seriously? Exactly. Is he saying that he's going to eat the flesh of the kid, you know? <laughs> well, or that we will have to eat the flesh of our own children. Yeah. And I'm going to run through a couple of these really yeah, quickly. Um, so there's, of course, there's the Mark 12, 19, where if your brother dies, you have to marry his wife. Um, another one that says that uh, in Deuteronomy that no bastards may enter the church. And that is down to the 10th generation. So if you were born out of wedlock, and you are the 10th generation, you still cannot you're go still to it. You're screwed. Yeah. And, but if you're the 11th generation, you can go to church. You can go to church. <sighs> Again, how is that a loving father? Yeah. The God I know is a dad who loves us and mm -hmm. he just wants us to be happy and he wants us to be kind and loving. And this is just not, uh, this is not the God that I know. So, I think that we've kind of made the point of um, some of the crazy things in here, right? Mm -hmm. And so the point of what we want to... Oh, that one, that one was interesting. Um, um, I see you scrolling through Yeah, we'll, come, we'll, we'll do that. Before <laughs> I make that point, let's go ahead and do this yes. one. So, so that is... This uh, is Timothy 2.11. Yes. And, do you want to give the premise for it and then I'll read the actual... Yeah, and um, so the, the, the headline, if you will, says... Women will never teach or have the or have authority over men. Okay? Yeah, and, and the interesting thing is that I knew some people at a at a church that I used to go to. I no longer follow, follow organized religion, but they um, they actually left the church because a woman a woman was um, they had assigned a woman a pastor, and so they were like so they were following Old Testament in a new church because it's a non-denominational right <laughs> but they were picking picking that verse out of a church they went to for over 10 years we were all involved we were in the band together actually and did they have okay. children did they have children by chance yes they had a daughter and a son okay and, and was the daughter a virgin right <laughs> no was the daughter a virgin i don't know and if she was not did they bring her to their door to have I'm her stoned, stoned. yeah uh, and that's 
when when this verse came out, that's what came to me. I'm like, seriously, they're picking and choosing, right? So you want to read that? So verse yeah. Just? So um, it's Timothy two eleven. It says, a woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner. But women will be saved through childbearing. <laughs> if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with propriety. So if a woman doesn't have a child, like let's say she's barren and she doesn't have a child, then she's not. She You're not saved. I don't know. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> riffing here. Hello, amazing listeners. Sorry for the interruption, but Laura and I wanted to ask for your help. There is this cool program that we use called Patreon. When you sign up for Patreon under The Oracle and The Warrior, you will get exclusive gifts from Tina and me. For as little as $5 a month, you can get bonus content, live videos with Laura and me, and let me just say, you know with those videos, anything goes. But we will be fully clothed. <laughs> as well as an awesome The Oracle and Warrior sticker. Another way to help us is to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Reviews are how we grow our listenership. Laura and I love doing this podcast and truly appreciate all of your support. Now back to the show. So I guess this kind of comes to our the point of our conversation today. Yeah. Who what, gets to choose which, and why do people pick and choose? And yeah, exactly. Why why are we picking and choosing? And you know, people will say, well, it's in the Bible. Well, okay, are you following everything in the Bible or are you just following? And I'm going to go ahead and say no, because no. other than maybe some foreign countries, I haven't seen any non-virgins be stoned. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, how do you pick pieces here and there? And then, but then criticize and judge other people because they're not following the same ones you yeah. pick. Yeah, there's one word. Who gets to choose? Hypocrite. There we go. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. And if anybody has any thoughts on this, that um, they would like to chime in and um, talk to us and be a guest, we would love to have you and have your, uh, your input. Mm -hmm. Your input. So. Because I have a, I just, I have a really difficult time with people who don't choose. It's, it's either all or none. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not yeah. fair to say, well, that one doesn't suit me. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I'm not going to follow that one. Yeah. And, and it, it boils down as well to do whatever you want, but don't tell other people what they need to do right. and citing scripture. You know, exactly. citing Old Testament scripture, kiss my ass, you know. Exactly. It, it's insane. So we have Ishai. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correct, but uh, here we go. Welcome. Well, we got, we got one, one second. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. What's up? Let me pull that volume up a little bit. You're there a little low on our there side here. Hello. Uh, not much. Uh, what can we do for you? You got some input for us today? Oh, yeah. I mean, I read the, I read all, I read the Bible. Not, not so much. I'm not an expert. But I read on, I read it. I read the Quran. I read the uh, the Torah. What's like, what's the Torah you know, from? I know the Quran, but what's the Torah from? Oh, the, it's like the Jewish. Oh, okay, book. got you, got you. Thank you. Judith. Yeah, I mean, like, and I agree with you guys. Say it's like it has to be all or none. I mean, if you are if you are religious, I mean, you have to conform to what you know all the traditions. However, you know, it's like, in my opinion, is the Bible is the Bible? Do you need the Bible to be defined as a Christian? Could you re could you repeat that? I didn't really hear you. No, I didn't really hear you. I mean, like, do you do you really need the Bible to be defined as a Christian? 
I think it's just believing in, in Jesus Christ to yeah. be defined a Christian. Absolutely. I mean, well, the definition of a Christian is one who believes Christ died on the cross. So that's my definition of a Christian. So, yeah. So, the, I mean, like, to me, I, when I, as I read the Bible, I, I kind of understand that it's like, for one thing, the constant theme of the Bible is man always doing evil on their fellow man. Right. So right. when a book that is written by man who's done history on being bad on his fellow man, I'm going to be like, well, why am I going to read this book? But right. at the same time, yeah, but at the same time, you got to understand, it's like, you know, people need faith and, and hope and all that stuff. And they don't, sometimes they don't, they don't even see the devil behind the, the, the preacher that's like, you know, explaining the good word. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. Tina and I both have an issue with, uh, you know, a man standing up and trying to tell the world you know, man as in a physical, you know, man or woman yeah. standing yeah. on a pulpit and telling us, you know, follow these rules um, that were written by man. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I've seen it before. We're like, you know, I go to a church because I have family, I have family members who are like dedicated Christians. And I'd be like, you know, everyone's driving a, a Toyota Camry back in like 1975. And the preacher is driving a car like uh, the, uh, a European car. Like a, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a fancy Porsche or right. whatever. Right, like, something that's very fancy, yeah. Yeah, so I'd be skeptical. Like, if he's such a humble preacher, why is he looking so rich right now? Exactly. Yeah, and there are there are some churches so like, that are, you know, full of gold and, and all different book, religions that it seems very hypocritical to me as yeah. well. Yeah, so I, I, I admit, the book the book comes from a different time and different era. Oh, for sure. None of the people... Yeah, the, none of the people back then could have perceived that a woman could be a leader or, or, or a man could be compassionate or whatsoever. But so long as you have the faith, whether you have the book or not, one thing's for sure, you just have faith. You know what I'm saying? The book's I, not Agreed. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, something like a step above faith because um, I say that, you know, faith is hope. And, but I choose knowing. I know in my heart and soul within me, I know that the the God that I that I talk to that talks to me is this very loving dad. He wants us to be happy and he wants us to be kind and he wants us to be loving and he wants us to help each other and to do what we can to make it a better place. And, you know, and so uh, I, I just have. Laura and I are very big on we don't we're not big fans of like organized religion because those seem to be filled very much with judgment and rules that a man made. And so um, I'm more of the I really don't care about what you do on Sunday. What I care about is how you act towards people on Monday morning. Exactly how it is, you know, you know, no one could ever perceive what God's intentions are. I mean, they say follow the rules of the, the follow the commandments and be like sheep. But I, I'm like. Well, if God wants us to be like sheep, why would he give me a brain that comprehends things? Oh, that that's sense? a good one. Mm-hmm. I, like that one. Like, I like that one. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure he wants me to think for myself. If not, you know, if anything else, use it, you know? So, like, no, to me, no one can actually... You're telling me some God talked to you, of all people, about the good intentions that he wants? I'm like, nah. It's never... <laughs> we're it's never we're about to lose you, sweheart. We got about... There you go. Thank you so much for your comments and for your insight. That was um, that was very good. I really appreciated that. 
Um, yeah, I enjoy seeing people out there that do that, like you said, use their brain to question and not just follow blindly. Like, oh, the Bible says it. This part of the Bible says it, but I'm only exactly. following this part. Exactly. And, um, you know, and just questioning it. There's nothing wrong with belonging to any religion, any no, organized absolutely. religion. Absolutely. Whatever brings you happiness and spiritual happiness, but just questioning, you know, I mean, I know there's religions that there's like, you know, curtains and only a certain amount of people can go to the curtain. And then like um, I was raised, I said it before, Catholic, only certain people can do communion if you, ha- you know, right. it's like, why all these restrictions? We're all trying to follow, our, at least people that are there are trying to be more godly and follow God, but they're saying, nope, you're not good enough. And could you imagine, <laughs> I mean, like. Could you imagine, well, all right, maybe Lele, but could you imagine your mom saying, (laughs) you know, Laura, your nose is too flat. You can't come and sit next to me at dinner. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I just, I can't see uh, the loving God that I know, Mm -hmm. that I know, like, not just that I hope is there, but I literally know him. I can't imagine that he would ever be so unkind or cruel or... Uh, judgmental judgmental just just mental you know because as parents sometimes we're we punish our children right but we're not going to judge them because they had something so we have another guest here i'm not sure how to pronounce the name i don't want to to we don't uh, want to butcher it (laughs) hello i i it got real quiet there for a minute so i'm not really sure what happened but now that i see that i'm live um (laughs) right um so i also like your previous speaker I want to say Isaiah, but I'm sure I'm chopping that up. Yeah, I think it was Issa, but yeah, we got it. I have a son named Isaiah. My name is Aaron. My other boy's name is Matthew. My other boy's name is is, um, Sabian. We're all named after biblical names, right? So biblical, yeah. um, With the exception of my wife, who's not a biblical name. But anyways, um, (laughs) I I want to share with you guys that I studied Christianity as far as I was raised Lutheran. And then I studied Judaism. And then I went back to being Lutheran, and then I started studying with Jehovah's Witnesses, and then I went back to Lutheran because this is just just the roots. I'm, that's what I'm used to. But it sounds like you've left out the Catholics and the Mormons. Yes, because <laughs> and, and you're, you're probably going to have some Mormon listeners, maybe um, that are listening to this. And you know, I, I maybe I wish I was back around. And that, you know, I'm a, I'm a drug addict for like I mean, a long time since I was 13, and I'm 40. So I, I, I'm not a drug addict today, but I'll always be a drug addict because I didn't give that shit up until like five years ago. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you're getting your scriptures out of a dude that's looking in a hat, I want some of those drugs, too. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Would you but mind anyways, sharing with the rest of us? Right. I mean, come on, dude. Our, our, so it, the Bible is not a book. In my opinion, I don't buy into anything 100%. Let's get that clear. I don't buy into anything 100%, period. Nothing. Because science is like evolution, right? I mean, we've only we only know what we've been told. We don't know because we know. I mean, do we really know that the color is blue? I mean, maybe it's square, not blue. How do we know? It's only because right, someone yeah. told us that. So, yes, Bible was written by man. But all I want to point out is that the Bible is a good book for which people should live by. Because it has good morals. Like, New love test- thy neighbor. Well, don't cheat on your wife. You know, some some of it, some of it, not all of it, but some of it. <laughs> well, you know, hanging out with Jehovah's Witnesses, I can tell you that I stopped hanging out with the Jehovah's Witnesses because I refuse to believe that my God, the person that I pray to, because in my in my opinion, there's got to be something better than this crap that we deal with every day on earth. Agreed. But my my God would not stop me from coming to heaven 
just because I smoke cigarettes or because I was a drug addict or because I'm covered in tattoos or, or, or because I drink too much sometimes or, or whatever the case may be. My God is an all loving God. Exactly. That's it. And, and I don't buy into even being Lutheran 100%. And that's something I've, I've had since I was born. And, and that's, it's, you know, my grandmother, she just passed away after, after 92 years, she lived 90, 93 years old. Um, she passed away last year, January. And she was a very, very, uh, she was a Democrat. She was conservative. She was Lutheran. Um, you know, I'm 75% German, a quarter Italian. And, and everybody from my family is Lutheran <laughs> on that side. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it seems to me it's like a German thing, but, um, yeah, it is my, my mother's family was Lutheran. They were all Yes, it's weird how I, I don't I don't know how that has anything to do with anything, but their German folk seem to mostly be Lutheran. But it is just to me when I look at the Bible, that represents a book for which people should live their life by. You know what I mean? Be nice to one another. Like, don't cheat on your wife. Like, you know, provide for your family. Like, donate to things if you can. You know, tithing. So why do you or, think? Why do you think they keep the New Testament around and not just eliminate it from the Bible? You mean the Old Testament? I mean, I'm sorry, the Old Testament. Jews don't believe in the New Testament. Most Jews don't. Some do. I know. But. So give the Jews, right? Here's yeah. y'all's Bible. And here's the other people's Bible. Well, because, but you know, you know what they call me? They call today? me a completed Jew. A what? I'm sorry? <laughs> they call me a completed Jew. Completed <laughs> Jew. Yes, because um, I studied so Judaism know. and then I went back to, to Lutheran. But yeah. you know what? That The six years, the six years of, of learning Judaism gave me a deep introspection of the Old Testament. And that is very helpful just in everyday life. Got you. And so the Old Testament, if we're going to break it down into some, you know, like a, a easy to digest. So the Old Testament is basically, if you step out of line, we're going to stone you to death. And the, new, <laughs> and the New Testament is basically... But we do do that in society. Yes. And the New Testament basically is, you can sum it up in four words, don't be an asshole. Truly, honestly, like the the fact that they are so, and I guess we we lost you. The vast difference between mm-hmm. the two, if we're talking about the same God, right, yeah. in Old Testament and in New Testament, I don't believe that. Just, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I became a better person once I had children, mm-hmm. but it didn't change me that much. <laughs> so you can't tell me that just like him having, you know, his own his only begotten son, yes. right? changed him that much that he went from we'll kill you if you breathe wrong to hey let's all just chill out that's why i said that maybe there was like a different management took over (laughs) because it is night and day and yeah and actually that's the first time i've I've thought about like why are we not just separating the bible yeah like this is the christian bible new testament right and this is it's, not. And this is not. This is this is scary, ugly. Y'all can have it, Jews. Y'all can keep your <laughs> your Old Testament. Thank you very much. I, I don't understand that that part there. But we're we have our guest coming back here. He got cut off before he got to say his final words. Hello. You guys brought up a very interesting point. The Old Testament teaches us to stone someone who's doing something wrong to death. Well, yeah. is that really wrong? I mean, if someone rapes my kid, like I was raped growing up, uh, yeah, they need to be stoned to death. <laughs> and I, I I absolutely don't disagree with you, but the, it it seems like if I do follow you, by the way, I, I am listening. Like I, I get that sentiment. Yeah, it's that, just that. that that's kind of our whole point of you know we went from the Old Testament of stoning people to the New Testament of it's almost like a hippie. Know, everybody, everybody gets a trophy. And leave it, leave it in God's hands, and yeah. leave it in God's yeah, hands. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. that I don't see anything wrong with separating the Bibles personally, but but 
you know, because there are the, there are the group of people, you know, normal everyday people like Lutherans are a little more Catholic than most other branches of Christianity. Like, for instance, my, my parents, they, they go to an Assembly of God church. Mm-hmm. My, my parents were never Lutheran, but my, my dad was forced to go to church. And there's a hideous picture of him. <laughs> uh, I'll be able to tease him forever for that picture. But I got my hands on that when my grandma passed away. But he's getting his commencement. And it was oh, a proud day for grandma. It was even posted in the newspaper. Oh my god! Oh wow! My, my dad was so mortified, but it's um, I I don't see anything wrong with separating the Bible because even the New Testament teaches don't be a piece of crap. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just teaches that my God is forgiving. In the Old Testament, it doesn't really teach that your God is really all that forgiving. Right, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. It's like if right. you step out of line, you're going to be stoned to death. And this is why I can't could not ever really align myself with Jehovah's Witnesses because. Oh yeah, you're gonna. I'm I'm not allowed in what they call quote unquote paradise because I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, well, the hope okay, well, I have the I have the thing because what is it? 122,000. Will I we think say? it's 144. Some ridiculous. So it's like why how do you put a number on more people? How do you put like, a number if on only that? A certain amount are getting into heaven. Why keep? Why do you keep recruiting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you I mean, keep? Once you hit 144, well, it's time to stop. And when someone dies off, then you can I, recruit. <laughs> well, no, because that's already one that went. I I, I don't oh. believe I don't believe that. I just don't believe in that because if that's my God, then believe I'm not me, going to paradise. I'm, co- I'm covered in tattoo. I smoke cigarettes. Like I said, I drink. I've abused drugs. I've beat people up. I've been in jail. And I've, I've done all that madness. And, it, and I have to believe that even the man that's living in Colorado that's now going through transition that raped me for four years of my life and spent 25 years in prison for doing so, even he has a chance to go up to heaven. And that is something that's hard to wrap your brain around, to, to be honest with you. I, I'm able to do it. But, well, I'm gonna it, I'm gonna explain it. I'm gonna explain it to you how God explained it to me because I I as well am a survivor of sexual assault as a child. Yeah, there came a point where God asked me to work with pedophiles, and I said, "Excuse me, what? what, what? Uh, really?" <laughs> and do you know what He said to me? He said, what? "My child, I understand that you have given up on that person, but that is but my I have child." Not. Yes, but that but is I my not. child that I will never give up on. And then he said the one thing that would change my mind. He said, if you can take the desire to harm a child out of that person, how many children can you save? You know, the thing is, is that that's that's some very, very deep stuff right there. Like, I mean, I can tell you that I live in Southern California and I open my door every day. And there's beautiful mountains, right? Right. Right. As I look out my front door, I've got the perfect scenery in the world. But that those mountains right there are the hatred and the spite and the anger that I carried around for the 25 years that dude was in prison. And the best day of my life was when that sick individual got out of prison because I had a choice. I could either be the murderer that I told the parole board I was going to be for 10 years or I could let go of it and decide to be a father to my children, which I didn't have growing up. Right. Those are my choices. And it was very cut and dry. And the fact is, is that every child is brought into this world clean and perfect and innocent. They have no problem until someone comes along and screws everything up. And even he came into the world clean and perfect. Even he did. And innocent. Right. It's innocence, dude. It's this. This is like humanity, man. We're not we're not. There, there's a guy on here that that, that I've listened to. Uh, um, several times, you know, and I was even invited to this gentleman's podcast. His name is Nick. I don't know if he's still listening, but Nick, if you're listening, um, it, that's, I don't know, dude, we, we need to love thy neighbor. That that's, that's, that's something that needs to stick around and needs to be practiced in everyday life. But anyways, girls, thank you for having me on my show. You're it was nice talking so to you. wonderful. Thank yeah, you for all you, of your, you said an excellent word there. You know, you woke up and you chose to be something different. Yes.
Exactly. So, you know, you, you choose to love your neighbor, right? Yeah, you choose. And I want to, because uh, you brought up tattoos, um, something that I want you to go look up is Revelations 19.16. And in Revelations 19.16, it's talking about the second coming of Christ. And it says, upon his vestal, so, you know, upon his robe, and his thigh, so on his leg, and they're talking about Christ, he bore a mark that read, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And I asked God, I was like, a mark? And he said, it wasn't Sharpie. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Christ had a tattoo. And he said, and it was in front of your face your entire life. But you never once asked me. You just believed the judgment of man. And I said, I know that there's something in there about not cutting or or marking or something like that. And he said, my child, read it again. I said, do not get cuttings or markings in the skin in remembrance of the dead because my children do not die. Energy can be created, it cannot be destroyed. And I went, whoa, okay, help me design a tattoo. And he did. And it was Christ's right thigh and so I got one on my right thigh yeah. just to honor him. Yeah, he didn't help me design any of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Are not godly. (laughs) No, I do. I have faith. I I would say faith, hope, and love. I would say they do. (laughs) Well, we really appreciate all of you listening today, and we are just absolutely honored that each one of you take your time to listen to what we have to say, and we love having Mm -hmm. you guys come on and share your thoughts. We had two really great guests today. God bless, and and I encourage everybody to to like he said earlier, just to. Think. Use your noggin and think. You know, you can be part of that organized religion, but it doesn't mean you blindly have to follow. Exactly. And and take what you you feel right with your soul, with your body. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Trust your, the human body cannot lie. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself because you were made by a God. I love each of you as you are. Peace. Until next time, love eternal, the oracle. And stand for truth the warrior. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or have any questions, please feel free to contact us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. You can also check the show notes for all social media links.